Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Millennials Podcast. It is Wednesday, 8.44 p.m. on September 28th. So thanks for listening again, or if you're new, hello, hello, welcome. <laughs> I'm your host, Rochelle Ham, creator for marriageformillennials.com, a blog that discusses God's design for family, teaches women to honor Christ before marriage, and prepares younger women for family. To put things in my real time, the blog is in the strategically single phase, and what this means is that I do not address specific issues about marriage at this time because I'm not married. Instead, my focus is teaching women to honor Christ before a man and preparing them for family if that is a current desire that they have. Now, before we get started, I always do this. Um, I want to just kind of give some housekeeping and tell you where we can keep the conversation going after the end of this podcast. All of the podcasts, as you see, will be posted on the site, marriagemillennials.com. So if you have any questions, feel free to comment below on that post on the website. Or you can also visit the Facebook page, backslash MFMillennials. Um, my Twitter and Instagram handles are at Rochelle Ham. That's going to be R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-A-M. So feel free to follow and talk with me there as well. Also, the podcast is on iTunes, so subscribe so that you won't miss a beat, won't ever miss a podcast. Just type in Marriage Millennials in the iTunes search bar and it will pop up. Last thing, if you've been following or even if you haven't, if you're just new um, to this, I've created the Dating Detox, which is my first crash course that teaches you in four simple steps how to dish the dating game and create your single strategy so feel free to head to the site and check that out um i do always want to thank the people that have already downloaded it give me some feedback let me know what you liked or even what you didn't like i mean again it's free and it's for everyone from the single and content to the many of you that may be desiring a godly relationship so go cop that (laughs) Alrighty, guys let's jump in okay so I hope you guys are having a great week to start. Um, My week went, it went kind of normal. I mean, nothing too fancy, nothing too blah. Regular week, so yeah. This week, I want to talk about being more of a servant. Now, normally, you know, when you think of being a servant, you think of volunteering, visiting a shelter maybe, or Feeding the poor, right? You know, these are all things I did in college and I still continue to do. And I'm sure you probably do it as well. But biblically speaking, does it stop there? You know, while those are great examples of being a servant, I want to talk about in detail what servanthood is, because that kind of only really only really scratches the surface of servant servanthood, you know, the 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 volunteering side of things. So yeah, I really want to discuss and break down the importance of biblical servanthood and what that actually means. So to start, let's turn to our Bibles and read our scripture for the podcast. Romans 6, 17 to 18 says, But thanks be to God that you were once slaves to sin, and you wholeheartedly obeyed from the form of teaching to which you were committed. You have been set free from sin, and you have become slaves to righteousness. Matthew 6, 24, 23 to 24 says, But if your vision is poor, your whole body will be full of darkness. And then the light within you is darkness. How great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon, which was similar to money or material things back then. 
So now, now that we've read those, when we give Jesus Christ his rightful place as Lord in our lives, um, his lordship will be expressed in ways, in the way that we serve others. And what this is basically saying is that you're either one or the other. You know, when God saves you, you're no longer a slave to sin, but you are now a slave to righteousness. And what does a slave do? They live to serve their master. But besides being a philanthropist or an activist, how can we serve God daily in practical ways? That's what I want to talk about today. So this July, at the last minute, I was able to go to the Pinky Promise Conference here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I really had a great time. I loved it. I I hope I'm able to go next year. It was awesome. But the main thing throughout all of the speakers, services, and seminars, the biggest thing I took away was the importance of being a servant. Cornelius, uh, Cornelius Lindsay's sermon was titled, Send Me, I'll Go. And his wife, Heather Lindsay, shared a message titled, Lord, but I'm not ready. And as I was sitting in both services, the thought that just kept popping up in my head was, you know, as much as I love marriage for millennials and where it could grow and what it could become, I really just want to be a better servant. I mean, what's the point of bringing women together anyway if I can't do the basics and serve? So lately, I've been working on just that. You know, I believe that there should always be a pruning process in which you sit down and you allow God to work in you. Like, just sit down. You're not trying to be in the mix. You're not trying to lead everything. You're not trying to, you know, dictate. You're just sitting down. There should be a period where you take a back seat and you're more focused on God and making sure that you're truly living for Him instead of serving people so that you can get some coins. One, it helps your witness. And two, it makes you more confident in who you are in Him. I believe that pruning process is necessary, and I even think that it's vital before starting any type of leadership role with any content you produce. Because as leaders, we are held to a higher standard than others that choose not to lead. So, you know, I get on my social media handles and I just see people posting away and, you know, slapping Jesus or God onto something because they want to be an entrepreneur so bad. And while I love entrepreneurship and I do think that these people post with good intention, I usually wonder, I often wonder, is there any conviction that you guys have before you post? Like, do you just post or is serving God, you know, applying your post biblically or how God would even see this something you think about? The fact is, the answer is no. Like, don't even need you to answer, girl. I'll take care of it. The answer is no. And so, you know, like, I even usually give myself a schedule for marriage millennials, you know, on when to post things. I come up with content as soon as I think of it. You know, with Christianity, there are just so many topics you can talk on, and um, especially in your own digital space. But even then, you know, sometimes I still feel weird about things sometimes. And sometimes I don't post them just because, you know, although it may be helpful, it's not necessarily edifying and I'm not necessarily serving God by doing this. You know, but besides posts, there is a better picture of a servant that God is requiring us to be. Me, you, everyone. And I'm just not there yet. So I'm really focused on getting closer to passing the test that I need to pass and getting to be the person that God wants me to be. Servanthood is it's just so important because that's all Jesus did, whether through signs, through wonders, washing feet. That's what he did. He served. He served people 
and therefore was a mirror and example to how we should serve God. Doesn't mean we walk around sugarcoating everything and being content with everything the world offers us. No, but we have to get to the point where the Lord's light shines in on us and through us in servanthood. So what does that servanthood look like? You know, like when the lights have dimmed and no one is watching, what is a true servant made up of? Well, it's pretty simple. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's simply living for him without selection. Now, I could go on all day about the things God requires us to do, but what's the point? You know what they are. I know what they are. It's the application of these things that we kind of are getting blurred about. And that's the things that make us a real servant of God. The key word in what I said was without selection. You don't get to pick and choose when you want to serve him and when you don't. So from being hard workers to not slandering or loving gossip or refusing to fornicate or learning how to forgive or learning about apologetics or loving those that hate us or being able to stand for him even in the face of persecution. We know these things. We know all of these things. You know, it's kind of like I was before when I started working out with my trainer this year. You know, I would ask so many questions about diet and exercise. How often do you do this? What do you eat? How long did it take for this? What am I supposed to be doing? But I would never actually start the process. Now, secretly, I knew the answers, but I wasn't trying to hear all that. You know, I wasn't trying to do the work. The same applies here with being a servant. We already know what's required of us. So there's really no need to even talk about it in great detail. So let's talk about the missing link instead, application. Ladies, there just comes a time where you have to say, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, then fine, let's do this. You must know God because I I sure don't. So let's just do this. Have your way, right? Now, I'm not saying it'll be easy. In fact, more than likely, it won't be. And that's the beauty of it. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But that's simply what denying your flesh means. I mean, I'll be honest. There's something right now that is preventing me from being a better woman of God. And I can't shake it right now because it isn't easy for me. And as much as I try to surrender to God, you know, I can't seem to do what he wants me to do or at least do it genuinely. And anybody who knows me knows I'm either going to do it or I'm not. I'm not going to try to do things without having a pure heart attached to it. But even though I know I'm, I'm really sucking at this thing that I'm struggling with, I'm doing my best to try. And when I fail, I don't just say, well, you know, God knows my heart. He'd be all right. No, I actually feel bad about failing. And after that, you know, I set deadlines for when I absolutely have to reach that place that where he needs me to be and when I absolutely have to pass that test like it's like my girl this is not cute anymore reality check that I give myself for whatever I'm struggling with not because I'm perfect of course I don't reach that mark every time but it's because I'm making an effort to be intentional so I would challenge you to do the same be intentional in your walk with Christ and be intentional in serving him and doing what he asks us to do because that's what servanthood is so to wrap things up guys God says that if you love me you'll keep my commandments so what are we saying when we don't keep them 
Remember that in your walk with Christ. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Remember, this will be posted on the site, MarishaMillennials.com, so feel free to shoot all your questions to the post that you will see soon. Or you can visit the Facebook page, Backlash MF Millennials. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram handle, again, is Rochelle Ham. Spelled it for you earlier, but if you need to repeat, R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E. So feel free to follow, talk with me there. Um, as Talk with me there as well. You know, Also, if you want to, Subscribe to the podcast so you will never miss a beat. It will just pop up. You'll be able to listen to it instantly. Um, and who doesn't love instant stuff? <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and um, enjoy that. This week, please pray for me, and I'll pray for you as well. Um, I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week. And remember, as always, look for a second thing to be grateful for, the first thing being that you're alive. Uh, love you, ladies, and take care. Bye. Hey guys, Rochelle here. Just coming to you with a PSA, a public service announcement. The music that you hear on this podcast are by two Christian artists that I thought were not only great for the podcast, but great in general. The first one is Myron Butler and Levi, Set Me Free. That's my jam. And the one you're listening to right now is by Kate Beats called Drowning. Uh, Listen to the lyrics, love the songs like I do. And if you love it enough, purchase them. Support your fellow Christian artists. Alrighty guys, take care.